0: Well, you, are the same you go. Fucking <laughs> mouth! <laughs> <laughs> Chris Miranda, your host, and today I'm joined by my friend Olivia JT.
1: Olivier, how are you, brother? Hello, very good. And you? It's been a while.
0: It has been. It has been quite a bit, dude. Tell me. Let's catch up. How's everything?
1: Uh, a lot to say and a lot <laughs> not there's to say so yet.
0: To
1: say, so, last time I saw you was at uh, Oculus Connect Three, yes. and um, oh. yeah, it's been uh, it's October, and now we are. The last nearly the last day of uh, of December. I think I think this is
0: just about the last podcast of the year, maybe. And I think you and I should sort of recap what what happened in 2016. How was How was 2016, sure. 2016 for you?
1: Uh <laughs> very very slow year. Mm. Um, it was not necessarily a good year. It was it it was interesting. Um, but, uh, it's, I went only to America once, um, because I, uh, you know, I had all the, the hardware I needed and all the connection. Um, so I, sh- I had to focus on, on work and, and making sure everything happens. Uh, but then I, um, I couldn't work with my, uh, with my musician. So it was hard to, to focus, uh, on, on everything I wanted to do. So, um, uh, I begin to search for for maybe a, a way to to become just just uh, more than, than I am. Uh, probably growing as a team or, or finding um, uh, funding, that kind of things. Um, so that that was a, a ongoing journey. Yeah, I I definitely want to
0: talk about the struggles of being an indie developer in 2016, but. I mean, Start with sort of like the good things that happened, you know, just to sort of give people, you know, sort of just to get get people's hopes up and then so that we can crash them down later. Um, so, <laughs> yeah. so, let's, so, so, so 2016, there was some good things. You know, we, we got headsets, we got the Vive, we got the Rift, we got PSVR coming out. And without those, there wouldn't be VR period. So, so that's kind of good. <laughs>
1: yeah, yeah. <laughs> it,
0: seems me, it seems to me like the, you know it's it's um right now it's prime time for AAA companies that aren't stepping up as much as I thought they would have yeah um, like there's some great titles and stuff but I just but it just feel like you know it's prime time for for them even though they're missing the boat and and in the meantime you know it's the indie developers that are sort of waiting in the wing for a wider base of consumers to buy the headsets i mean is, is is that sort of the um the the landscape of the industry right now for indie developers waiting for you know more consumers to buy the headsets so that it's
1: sort of so I'm, I'm a i'm a particular case uh as you know because i'm a indie of indie uh, <laughs> which is uh, you have to see me as the the guy working in, in, in his apartment uh, in France and um, being completely unknown to to the vid- video game industry uh, in um, on a large scale. Uh, I was unknown to PlayStation. Uh, I was unknown to to uh, to Oculus and everybody uh, before I started my adventure with uh, with uh, SU Synthesis Universe um, and. And the first reaction, because I got very close with uh, with people, uh, with some people at Sony and, and Oculus and so on, and I was really able to see the um, the transformation of uh, a game to VR doesn't exist to then VR is going to become a reality and then uh, VR uh, is coming. Um, and at the early stage, which is... Uh, um, it, kind of early stage in a way but but mid-2014 uh, big A studio and company were, were pretty much laughing at the face of, uh, of Sony uh, and Oculus um, because it's like you know, uh, we want to sell uh, 15 million games 20 million games uh, so we're not going to develop on your uh, VR thing because you don't have any headset out there, even if you sell 1 million uh, headset, you know, it's not going to be enough for us, uh, and and I really saw that change during the the uh, these these two years where uh, adoption of VR, which is not um, as much as we expected, we were expected, you know, a, a big Oculus launch with uh, the first month uh, a lot of sales, you know, in the hundred of of thousand and so on and shipping where. Were an issue that was expected, you know, from Oculus, who, who uh, is a young company and not used to to do shipping on on a world scale. Uh, but I was expecting much more from from PSVR from the start because it was uh, a Sony, uh, and Sony has a very good record of uh, shipping product. Uh, and the interesting thing is that Sony, for the first time in their whole lifetime, uh, shipped a product worldwide. Uh, on the same day, and that was PSVR. So that was a first for Sony, and, and it showed really their commitment to, to VR. Um, and on the indie side, we were the only one who were taking the risk to develop on a platform that doesn't exist, uh, trying to, to make sure that that platform uh, grows and it, that is it's uh, developer-friendly, uh, the tools needed, uh, the hardware needed, uh, I've been waiting for, for 3D audio, pushing it, uh, and, and motion controller, of course. Um, so that was a, a very interesting side of development, and and for me, uh, that little indie dev to to be able to access um, all these people is is something really uh, uh, really fantastic. It's it's um, I'm super happy that that happened, but. Um, Probably it's because it's uh, when new platforms uh, are here, especially in a, in a big uh, change in in um, um, in, in scope. Uh, small people only the small people get interested to that. Uh, it's not like it was like PS4, then PS5, PS6, and then we take the same one, but we we have uh, more power. Um, so yeah predict your, the treatment of indie
0: developers by the big headset manufacturers is going to change or morph or look like in 2017? Do you think that, that they're, they're going to separate themselves more from indie
1: developers? Do you think they're going to try to form big, bigger allia- better alliances? Wow. Yeah, from, from what I heard and, and 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 see from my few friends around and the, the indie community, uh, it has already shifted, like even I wouldn't say yeah six months to to a year ago because the three, uh, pretty, the, the big three the all three of them yeah. are, are are starting yeah. towards development. Oh they, they, they already did um, I guess it, it's hard for me to um, to exactly judge the thing but but um, I had some info uh, at Sony a year ago and and somebody. Uh, told me, you know, Olivier, uh, the big guns are turning. The AAA are are, are looking uh, in VR, and they're going to release uh, stuff, uh, and that's that's what we have seen right now. Um, and we can already see that that small indie developer uh, don't have the attention uh, that they they should have, uh, because technically they are still uh, the best one at doing. Uh, proper VR. By proper VR, I mean uh, the VR that, that doesn't make you sick, that use uh, the correct uh, rendering quality and, and all that optimization in gameplay and using uh, all the, the stuff that we've been really researching and, and experiencing very, very um, um, intensively for, for the past uh, three years or more. Uh, you know, you can see developers like uh, Capcom who released uh, uh, a demo at uh, E3 2000, um, uh, when was it 2016, and, and they get everybody sick. Uh, and it's like they are doing their own stuff. They live on these guys, all the big A, they live on their own planets. Uh, it's like, yeah, we, we know how to do games, so VR is going to be easy, and, and, and we don't care about learning about the experience of other people.
0: At the same uh, time,
1: let me uh, play devil's advocate, Ubisoft mm. released Eagle Flight and yeah. Eagle Flight
0: is one of the one one of the experiences that, that was most talked about at Oculus Connect 3 and it's yeah. like it's selling well. So it mm-hmm. seems to me like it's 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 there's there's two sides of the coin playing here with triple A's. You got the one that yeah. don't give a fuck and then you guys you got the yeah. who are like kinda paying attention and they're sort of implementing interesting
1: ideas. Yeah, absolutely. Ubisoft has been uh, very particular because since the beginning they uh, they put little teams uh, working on VR. Uh, they didn't announce uh, they didn't announce anything. They didn't meddle with the community, uh, you know, going to VR meetup and so on and stays as as they are, you know, uh, big AA studio, private, uh, secret, secret uh, and they they released some good content because they had the, the experience. Uh, other studio who only had like big license just went full uh, full steam and, and just released a demo in in, in in a few months and they 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 got it all wrong. Uh, so Ubisoft is, is one of the few that, that did the thing right. That's for sure. Yeah. Yeah.
0: So, but 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 in terms of 2017, so your prediction, mm. if I can recall a little bit better, is good. It's going to be that the the distance between uh, the big the big publishers, the big headset manufacturers, is going to get
1: wider between them. It is, yeah, yeah, it is. I, 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 you you can see the the exposure that. Let me yeah.
0: What's driving that? Like, why would they alienate the thing that they need the most, which is content and
1: and new IP and fresh blood? Because we we don't have value anymore. Uh, it's it's simple as that. The, the the software and the the quirks of VR is uh, are, are pretty much solved. Uh, even if some, some people starting VR right now don't care about it and, and trying to figure out, the knowledge is out there. And if you really want to, to, to find it, it's easy to find. But how come they, they, the, the focus is shifting? It's because uh, even if we've been very personal with VR, sacrificing our life, our funding to, to it, uh, you can see some experience, for example, the, the Star Wars experience, uh, with uh, that light and magic released. Uh, it, it's Right now, we live in a society where there's so much content that it's all dry, driven by IP. There's too much stuff, too much stuff. So the only thing that that is uh, on top of the wave uh, and it is visible is big IP. And you can see uh, the sour experience that was released when I tried it. They did some mistake in there that was things that you learn in day one of VR and I was very, very surprised. I was expecting, you know, oh, it's in, it's ILM, it's gonna, it's top quality, it's the best of the best uh, regarding special effect, so it's gonna be a great experience. And it was not. Um, but it 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 doesn't mean uh, that it's not gonna be able to to sell and to get downloads. And that's exactly what it is right now. It's uh, the the. People with new IP, with new, I- with new ideas, new content, and a knowledge to do uh, proper VR don't matter. What matter is IP and, and a Batman and a short experience and, and whatever. And that—that that what is selling.
0: Okay, so hey, you, you're, pu- you're putting you're putting together a very compelling argument, and I'm going mm-hmm. to I'm going to go forward and accept. That this argument uh, is going to go down, where the distance is going to get wider. So that being said, what happens now? Well, how, do, how does an indie developer adapt? How, do, how does how do they succeed in 2017?
1: Right now, um, a lot of them are are dying. Uh, so they are still struggling, and even if they released content, uh, I can take the the example of. of of what I did uh, at the origin when I started SU, I wanted to be at launch uh, at launch on every platform because it was the biggest opportunity to uh, to shine. Because big AA would be shy and uh, not release serious content or would release small demo uh, like like they did. Uh, but for me, it took it took um, uh, much longer than expected on a technical aspect, uh, software, and and so on, and. and I realized that I needed to focus more on the quality of the content, and and uh, when I saw the, the uh, I knew Oculus would struggle with with shipping, uh, and they did, and they took months to to ship uh, even to backers, um, and and I knew that that after the sales were really really slow and really low, um, and I didn't. I realized that uh, launch didn't matter anymore uh, especially because it was not like it's a it's a console uh, that ship uh, you know in a week uh, hundreds uh, of thousands of, of units uh, it's not that's not the, the path of uh, of vr with, with this hardware that are so expensive um, so then i i um um you know i the decision not to do to do to be ready for launch for for Vive and also for PSVR. Uh, I really wanted to to focus on 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 doing something great uh, and not rushing things. And uh, and and the sad thing about this is that like my indie friends who who really made everything to to be able to be at launch, well, they sold you know. 50, 50 there, 10 there, and, and sell were really, really low. So I didn't um, miss anything. And, and for them, it's really tough because their content is out uh, the, and they, they have to produce some new content to get new interest. Uh, and now when, when they release some content, there's already studios that are uh, copying what they do or using uh, the the savoir-faire that, that they, they developed. So they, you know, it's it's a struggle now. Everybody's on the same line.
0: Let me ask you this: <laughs> Out of all the de- developers that were like racing to get to launch to release something yeah. and launch, what percentage failed to meet their expectations? And and what? So out of the percentage who fit so you, you're saying a, a vast majority of them failed to meet mm. their expectations during launch, right?
1: Yeah. Out of,
0: out of that number, out of that population, what is what percentage of them just quit, just gave up?
1: Like, are, you know, what? what
0: um, I mean, that's what I'm asking. Like, who's left? What percentage is left?
1: Yeah. Hopefully, my all my cr- close friends are are still here. Um, but and there's. It's hard for me to say to have, to have um, uh, a wide view of, of, of everybody, uh, because you know when, when an indie developer uh, fades away, uh, it's really that. It's not like, "Oh, this big studio closed, and now you have 200 people uh, looking for work." They just vanish, and you know, the Twitter account and Facebook account just stop uh, being there. So it's, it's a silent uh, death. Um, so I, I cannot really say who who vanished, uh, but you know.
0: But the vast majority yeah, stayed. Yeah.
1: The, the, you know, Maybe say, I guess. Still, I guess still, uh, the the people close to me, the people from that were there at you know SUVR two thousand fourteen, and 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 all these guys are still here. Uh, some uh there, there was a transformation with 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 them because uh, you know you have to choice as an indie when you when you develop for a new technology it's like you release a product and wish that it's going to be uh, a success and then financially you're going to be able to to make another one or if it fail, well you still have the knowledge uh, and the experience you get from from that that is pretty unique because it's a it's a new technology and it's um a um, knowledge that is really sort uh, uh, of by the big studio so I, I've, I've seen a few friends that integrated uh, big companies new company and they are they are happy like that so it's a uh, big transform it's
0: true I mean I, I, I honestly think that you know even if you don't make the next you know if you don't become the next Jonathan blow of VR um, mm. you, you, they the worst case scenario at this point is that you end up with a job? Holy shit! Yeah. Who the fuck wants that? You know? Um, sure. Because they can't find VR developers anywhere. Like people are hitting me up constantly. They yeah. And I honestly wish I had more time to connect me. You know, VR developers to to people who are hiring because the, yeah. the scarce is the scarcity is real and the thirst
1: is realer than that. I, it, it, it's, yeah.
0: It's crazy. Um,
1: so, yeah. so Even or, even regular devs are difficult to find. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. either or, you know,
0: if you if, if people invested that much time and, and went through the trouble of actually publishing something on launch, like that's yeah. huge. That's, you know, yeah. you, you know, people would hire you for that. So it's definitely not a lose-lose for sure.
1: Yeah. The other shift also was, uh, so you have, you know, the solo indie dev that, that try to, to who's struggling and, and releases content. But you have some studio who were like small studio and then switched to VR put everything they had in there. Uh, and because they are in the dynamic of, of San Francisco, Los Angeles, and, and you, know, uh, the, the, you know, the VC industry and so on, uh, and they had a team uh, dedicated to communicate with this uh, strange beast, uh, that, uh, another species of human that are VCs, uh, they were able to to raise capital. And you have, we had some great stories of, of uh, friends and people who, who you know who started VR uh, along with us and then they get you know millions uh, several tenths of millions of, uh, of dollar and that's a cr- great news uh, because they, they found the right uh, people to, to invest in them and it's, it doesn't mean necessarily that they got the right sales and that they are uh, profitable. Uh, but it means that, that they they have a huge potential and that they are worth investing. And that's really what is important right now. It, you cannot really judge uh, content on sales because st- sales, in a way, are driven by IP itself, not necessarily by the quality of it. So uh, it, it's good to have as much investment in, in VR as possible.
0: I, so there's, it's, this, there's this is an ongoing theme or a question that I ask whenever I talk to people in Europe. And, you know, Mm. i sort of want to put my finger on it you know as time goes because when i used to ask people about this a couple of years ago like hey how are the vcs or how's investment in like you know <laughs> has that changed at all like is it getting worse <laughs> is it getting <laughs> yeah, oh my gosh. Okay. Yeah. Well, I don't know. That's not a good
1: sign. <laughs> no, well. <laughs>
0: oh, by the way, you one, know second. That- one second. I, it, this yeah. is extremely <laughs> rude, but Olivia uh, JT is the creator of Synthesis Universe for all the, those who don't know. Um, you've been listening to this podcast for 21 minutes, and you haven't, you don't even, I haven't even told you <laughs> what this man makes. This guy is <laughs> creating a whole fucking universe in VR, and you should totally listen to the podcast, him and I. Um, recorded uh, uh, probably a
1: couple years ago uh, it was um, October 2014 bam holy shit yeah.
0: time flies Olivier it feels like that was oh, 10 yeah. years ago yeah, so yeah, go <laughs> listen to that podcast Olivier yeah, yeah. Not out of the park <laughs> And we're catching up and seeing where things are. Um, but yeah, so yeah, Olivia, how, how are things looking like in Europe with investment? So
1: so that's something that I, uh, you know, as as I'm the artist working uh, at home on, on throwing everything I have at this uh, since the beginning, for me, it's always been VR or die. Uh, I realized with, with the, the people that I met, um, you know, at, at VR meetup, especially in California, that... that uh, and that was something that was really visible at Oculus Connect 3, is that now VCs who are venture capitalists, people looking for funding, for uh, for a project to fund, were everywhere at Oculus Connect. It was really, really impressive where OC1 and OC2 were uh, indies and people developing in the hallway and demoing to everybody. Uh, OC3 was I met so many VC everywhere, and they were doing the rounds and, and going to talk to to everybody, trying to, to um, you know, to to, to find interesting projects. Uh, but so in France, uh, there's not you know that Silicon Valley uh, dynamic, I should say, or mentality. It's it's kind of this yeah, well, it's a way of life, uh, I should say. Um, but my situation in France has always been. Uh, I was raising my arm and saying, hey, guys, since 2000, you know, early, mid-2000, uh, yeah, 2013, something like that, I was always, I wanted, I was um, really wanted to meet a fellow VR developer and, and so we can learn from each other and grow together and so on. Um, and, you know, at this meetup, you you meet uh, a company that have uh, financial people and, and and then, you know, from one to another, it lead to to uh, to serious uh, contact and business relation. Also, um, but in France, then there was never any kind of meetup, so I was never in a situation to meet uh, to meet uh, funding. Uh, and and I was really I knew I needed some kind of funding because I've been running on personal fund uh, since uh, well late two thousand eleven um and uh i I wanted to meet these guys and every time i went to to california i met you know several of them and 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 the dynamic is really different uh so so this year uh i opened my eyes looking for 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 that kind of people Uh, but i realized immediately that that uh, vcr uh, another breed of people they, they, sure they speak English or French or whatever but they, they don't use the same word as, as you do um, And as, as an artist um, it's I, I know that I, I needed somebody to, to be the, the um, somebody to talk business with these guys uh, because I won't be able to do it uh, I'm smart for some stuff and very stupid for, for others but I'm still an artist um, and uh, in, in, uh, in August, uh, I went to uh, uh, Cologne, uh, where first uh, uh, Mario's uh, VR meetup uh, that happened during Gamescom, which is a, a huge equivalent uh, uh, of history in Europe. Uh, and then I, I met over there a few VC, and, and because I'm a very direct person, I, I, I told them directly that I was not looking for uh, funding, uh, so they were more relaxed to talk to me, uh, and I learned a lot. Like like the fact uh, that is sounds very obvious, but when you when you don't know about it, is that VCs are not looking for project to fund. They are looking for teams, and they are looking for uh, people who have experience working together uh, and are able to produce uh, something. Uh, so for me, doing who has like four or five years worth of content uh making something i uh, I'm a big risk uh, especially if I get uh, killed for example you know uh, because it's just me and the thing just die with, with, with me uh, and and I have no previous product released so I'm a big risk so VC invest in, in in teams um, so I had this interesting conversation and, and nearly started something uh, and then the thing didn't happen. Uh, but, you know, one thing lead to another and from from that, I, uh, a few uh, friends around me said, Oh, Oli, I didn't know you were looking for a business partner. Uh, you know, I'm interested. So uh, things led to another and, and you know, I'm, I'm not by myself anymore. So that's uh, exciting things uh, on the horizon for sure. Uh, um, to know
0: more... <laughs> you're doing you. You do it. You're doing. You figured it out. You got. You are now inside the VC's mind better than ninety nine point nine percent of the population. Because when you said to them that you weren't looking for funding, that is the best way to tell them that you are looking for funding. You know, because <laughs> I guess
1: because they're like, oh, what
0: he doesn't he doesn't want my money. What? That, what do you mean? You know, it doesn't compute. And all of a sudden you're like you're like this you're like the really hot girl that no one can have, but you know, you just now
1: now they want you. And so and so you gotta <laughs> play hard again. The yeah, like, they want me like, to release the playable. <laughs> That's for sure. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, I, I talked to I, I I was very surprised at uh, Cologne. I met a, a Japanese VC. Uh, I don't know if I should give his name, but I was very surprised to see uh, you know, middle of uh, in, in Germany, Cologne. A Japanese guy speaking English very well. Uh, Japanese looking for funding for Japanese company. You know, I was like, okay, well, that's a very dedicated person, and then we get along pretty well, and um, uh, we 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 had like you know that kind of platonic uh, talk about uh, funding and and how how should I uh, advertise myself or what what are the things that I should. Uh, do to get interest from from VCs and uh, and so on. So that was a very good learning experience, and um, you can see the, the the dynamic of Japan also uh, uh, looking for for uh, for content in Europe and in America. Because after I met him again at uh, Oculus Connect Three, he was there as Team Days, Steam Dev Days? Uh, so it's 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 very different from. Uh, uh, to to go back to your original question, which is how is the VC thing in in France and in Europe? Um, it's uh, for me, it's it's pretty much hard to say. But uh, um, yeah, well, in what, what I see in France is like the the, the VR uh, uh, VR is pretty much B two B business to business and uh, gaming are even if you are done by Ubisoft, it's made. In the shadow and in, in the secret and so on and there's no meetup um so it's uh, there, there's also no no big event uh to meet uh and to do business in in france uh to my point of view you know as a gamer as an artist um if you are a company and you're making a b2b yeah sure there's there's level virtual and, and that kind of event but there's no equivalent of um of uh, of show even very important news even gdc they they announced uh, uh, that they won't be doing any more um, event in europe Why? this year because it's probably not worth it it's too expensive and it's the business is, is not
0: yeah uh, okay so let me ask you this so, so let me ask
1: you this. Uh, let's pretend
0: two mm. indie developers come up to you and they say Olivier, can you give me some advice on how um, I can survive next year. And, all right, so you got one indie developer, VR indie developer from the US. Yeah. And the other one is from Europe. All right. What kind of, which, which advice? What
1: advice do you give
0: these two indie developers?
1: Uh, mm-hmm. So the first thing is to have some content out there. You know, like uh, it depends if they want to do uh, what kind of content. If they are indie and, and want to stay indie, or if they are indie and want to switch. Uh, being absorbed, uh, absorbed, you know, uh, on the technical, uh, on the tech uh, level or, or, uh, or on their skill. Um, uh, I, w- I would tell them to, to go into all the VR meetups, you know, SVVR, VRLA, uh, to, to meddle with everybody and, and, and get connection over there. Uh, don't stay by yourself. Uh, don't just do social media and, and, and meet people uh for and the the dynamic you know if you are uh, a person that is um uh, you need some kind of skill to 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 be able to to reach out to people uh you know to to do the first step and say oh hello uh, this is what i do and and maybe have some content uh on you know on a laptop or on a VR or uh something that you can show or or a video online uh but for europe uh, for you I would tell them uh, to to go to, what do we have, there's some, so there's a, a good meetup in, in Cologne, there's a lot of activity in Berlin also, um, there's uh, in uh, Copenhagen, there's a good uh, a VR community, I heard good things uh, about Sweden. Also, uh, and the, the indie uh, the, the the game community in Sweden is very big. We have every year um, a big trade show, a big show called uh, Nordic Games. Uh, I was there a uh, special guest uh, last year. I did two two keynotes and and conference. So I was uh, very happy about this. So this year I really resonated to to Europe. but that's for indie developer it's really to 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 talk to people. Uh, Because now the time of I'm going to release a product and it's going to be shown uh, and visible on Steam or on Oculus Store or on on Viveport or or Weaver or, you know, there's so many platforms right now. Uh, Right now, there's so many content that it's very difficult to be visible uh, already. Um, And and it's all about visibility and it's all about, sadly, the rating that, that you get from Steam, you know, if you get thumbed down. Uh, and, and this is very these are really critical uh, issue for indie dev because uh, user review can even if the the user is saying bullshit it, it's it can have a dramatic uh, effect on us um so yeah just just meddle with uh, meet people who have the same passion as you are and uh, um because vr as is is the only one is the only thing that that um, it, the, the magic was possible because of VR to, to meet uh, people interested in their um, uh, how should I say in, to put this in perspective let's say you, you, you are making games that are non-VR and you go to trade show to E3 or to GDC and so on it's difficult to meet um, to meet the important people of the game industry because uh, if, you, if you go to E3 for example there's nobody, it's only people who show uh, content who are uh, hired and, and booth uh, management uh, people. So there's not, no nobody from the software or people actually making the content. Yeah. In VR, it's still the case. Uh, you can still meet all these people. But probably within six months to a year, it's going to be different. And, and all the... the, the uh, the people that were accessible uh, won't be anymore because it will be the same as as video game industry is right now you're right, uh, So dude. do it fast.
0: You're right. You're right. You're the the the, um, the window of opportunity to meet the people who like who be, who, who Started out early Yeah, know, and are now starting to ramp up funding or are now at a new phase because they got a head start You know, there's you know, I there's I yeah you're absolutely right. You know, there's teams mm. where you're never going to see the founders anymore at the yeah. shows or at the, you know, you're never going to see them. Again yeah,
1: because exactly.
0: They have, you know, the funding to hire um, professional booth people and, you know, and then and they, they could yeah. be in the, um, the VIP lounge or whatever. So you're right. Oh, yeah. yeah the, time, the window of opportunity. is yeah. closing, And it's never been easier in my whole life to meet people. Um, yeah. Because here yeah. we have something in common uh we, we talk about some it's like it's it's so funny because virtual reality is it's it's like literally nothing you know
1: we're talking about yeah. literally yeah. nothing and it's, great. it's peanuts yeah <laughs> yeah it's not even the salt on the peanuts <laughs> yeah.
0: so so, so it, it, that's that's a really good really good advice yeah.
1: um for yeah, to to game, give an example uh that is a, a little bit extreme which is uh, uh my my extreme life you know really from from somebody completely unknown, from everybody. And uh, uh, when I was, uh, when I did my, I call it my VR coming out, as you know, uh, in May 2014, I was at SVVR. I bought a little ticket and 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 went there to meet uh, all the important actors from the VR community. Uh, there was a Sony uh, booth uh, in there, just in front of mine. Uh, and uh, in in that booth there was uh, uh, Jeff Stafford and, and Anton who. Who were uh, the the pretty much the inventor of, of PSVR and the inventor of, of PS Move, and they were just there, you know, yes. on the booth demoing and um, and and they come they came and tried my experience. That's a whole story. Uh, a, it's a big story, but um, it's it's unbelievable to have access to the architect of this hardware that are out there. And actually, the the fun story is they paid that booth from their own pocket. <laughs> they they wanted yeah that sony didn't want to pay for it because it's like yeah you know vr as vr what is this vr who are these people carl we don't know him it's not yeah whatever uh, so they they actually pay from their own pocket because they say we want to meet the vr community we want to to meet developer and to grow together and so on and the dynamic was uh, so insane that they 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 did that and that's how i was able to meet them and uh you know a crazy story but um, stafford,
0: yeah if you're listening you're probably not i just want to say you are a scholar and gentleman of virtual reality sir dude, that was fucking that's awesome dude that's yeah. uh, that's on par with uh have you heard about what walter greenleaf did in the 90s no it's no no legendary basically it, it's people like that like you know it, it, walter greenleaf people like jeff stafford like the svbr guys like they 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 make it Easier for you to stay in this industry because, they, mm-hmm. and God, in John Oaksma you know, he's like he's been having issues with um, um, his neighborhood getting like. Uh, oh yeah, I yeah, John yeah. That John, whatever you do, please don't become a Republican. I uh, please don't. <laughs> <laughs> I know, I know, poor people, you know, are, are kidding, can do some things, but uh, don't don't become a Republican. But here's the thing, um, you know, these these are the these this is the reason why VR is such a beautiful thing because people. Like, so sacrificial for something
1: that honestly, like, who knows what is this going to become 20 years from now? You know, like, it's. But every new technology is like this. Uh, But VR, you know, it was there in the 90s and the SDK were so expensive and the technology was just not ready. Uh, But VR is really a a shift in in everything, you know, in behavior, in gameplay, in in the, the. You know, it's freaking VR, (laughs) finally, Um, and it's a unique opportunity.
0: Here's the question I'm struggling with. I need your advice. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah. I usually, when people ask me, like, yeah, you know, one of the most common problems in VR is figuring out what the fuck to do, because there's so much to do. There's so many things, so many applications, so many forms of games that you can come up with. That it's just overwhelming, and so people are trying to figure out, trying to focus focusing mm. on what, what it is and so what i usually say is i say look at the world around you um and look at the things that are already making money the services the products you know the companies that are already making yep, sure. money. and then you yeah. and then you, and you ask yourself all right what would be the virtual reality equivalent of this service or the virtual reality equivalent of this product and, 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 and so you think about, like, the Evernote of VR, the Twitter of VR, the Pornhub yeah. of VR, all these things. And so, but here's a question, Olivier. You know, for someone who wants to get into VR, you know, mm. do you tell them, hey, here, go chase after this money? Or do you tell them, you know, chase after your dreams?
1: So there's something really, really uh, different with VR. It's uh, It's a non-stable platform. Like if you if you take uh, console gaming, you know you have a gamepad, you are your four main button, you have two your two analog sticks, your 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 little pad and your triggers. Uh, if you if you play PC, it's like oh PC doesn't really have a gamepad. They have mouse and mouse and keyboard. Some have a gamepad, that now gamepad is is pretty much the norm on on PC. Uh, but VR, uh, you know, VR. You have Oculus Touch, you have uh, Vive controllers. They don't have the same button, the same configuration. You cannot necessarily do the same thing with them because of of tracking that is a little bit different. Uh, So there's a a whole technological uh, aspect that is uh, very different from traditional content making because it's something that you cannot, absolutely cannot uh, not take in consideration. You have to, to... take in consideration what you want to do, sure, but with the hardware possibility because the hardware is driving uh, great content uh, in a way that, let's say, for example, for me, one of the worst thing that you, uh, it's hard to say the worst thing you can do in VR, but I really don't agree with people who are making uh, sword, uh, sword and fighting games in VR, you know, with swords for example, because sword fighting, and I kind of know sword fighting pretty well, um, if you cannot block or um, you know, push the sword of somebody else or, or you know, have a real uh, sword fight, which, which have both swords are taking contact and you're trying to reach for the center and trying to reach for the other person, it doesn't make any freaking sense to make sword gain with shield and so on. And that's because of the limitation of VR and reality and, and haptic feedback and so on. Because you don't so get the, that, that, that tension, you don't get that friction. Yeah, that, that sense it's impossible, friction. yeah. yeah. Uh, and, and you can kind of fake it, it kind of works, but not really, because you can go through the character and clipping it, and, and it, it just doesn't work. But the great content on VR right now, what is, what is it? It's the content that takes in consideration the limitation and let's say you know what so locomotion is difficult okay maybe we should find a way to do it but not so good we cannot track feet we cannot track knees or elbows our hips or shoulder kind of uh so how could we make content with what we have and for me that's the starting point to because we are so driven by by the hardware uh, possibility of vr the limitation that that you cannot say oh I want to do a ninja game. You know, at the beginning of VR, everybody was, was uh, many people were saying, oh, I want to play Mirror Edge, you know, in VR. Oh, that's going to be so cool. And we're going to jump from building and and, and grab stuff. And then you realize, uh, how am I going to do a backflip in VR? Because I'm not, uh, you know, I'm a gamer. I'm, I cannot do backflip in real life. So how is that going to happen? Well, it can't. Everybody wants to play it. Everybody wants to play Assassin's Creed or whatever, uh, uh, you know, a ninja-style uh, character. But you just can't. Um, but great games are taking all this uh, in 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 there. So the, the best advice for people would be uh, look at try to to look at right now what are the possibility, the hardware, um, and and once you you realize. This doesn't make sense to to be done in VR. That's a whole range of things that you can eliminate. Uh, and then you can narrow it down to, okay, when do I want to release? Do I want to release in six months, in a year, in two years? Okay, so if I want to release in two years, what is going to be the technology in two years regarding tracking? And are we in two years, are we going to have just floating hands or are we going to have suits or are, gonna, are we going to have uh, real, uh, hardware tracked in VR by hardware. I mean, for example, uh, I'm waiting for, for announcement at CES, but let's say I build that, that 3d printed gun and I have the Vive node tracked in there. So I can actually use uh, real, uh, hardware like this. Uh, how can I make a game that fully utilizes this or what is going to be the norm? Uh, that makes sense in VR. What are the predictions? You know, if you use a Noitom, uh, pri- uh, um, um you know, motion capture suit or or prior VR or whatever, does it make sense to 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 have full body tracking or is it too difficult for a player to to put it on and not worth the hassle? So that's that's a very important things to to take in consideration for sure
0: i think that's you uh, you're you're spot on on most things i will disagree on the sword and uh, shield but let's talk about hardware before mm. we go there because, sure, sure. Because, because you brought up a really interesting point about you know w- w- looking at the hardware limitations and i think a, yeah uh, a team like the guys who made keep talking nobody explodes sure, sure. able to um, you know take advantage of of the the new novelty of using the headset with a friend, passing it back and forth. But, yeah. think, you know, I thought about this, we were talking about this in the office the other day, and we were talking about it like, um, you, know, you know, we were comparing all the headsets, the PSVR versus the TUT versus the RISC. Right, versus the yeah. And the conclusion came, well, we came sort of the conclusion that, uh, you know, if the the greatest or the best, the best, VR headset would be a headset that would be, um, that would incorporate touch controllers, place mm-hmm. VR's actual like crown headset thing because it's the most comfortable mm-hmm. three. and lens.
1: And <laughs> you know, so if you, can yeah, hack, yeah, uh, 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 you know, if
0: you can hack a PSVR to work with touch controllers to work with Lighthouse, you would get the best first generation ha- headset ever. You know? sure. and I think that would be, yeah. I think that's the minimum. For yeah, of expectations that we should have for version, but
1: it is because with VR, every time tra- everything you try that is better than the other one, you cannot go back. <laughs> you know, try a DK2 now or DK1. You know, you cannot go back once you experience bigger FOV or, or no Fresnel glare or or very depth, very you know uh, room scale tracking. Everything sucks after that. You cannot go back.
0: <laughs> I'll be honest you know i couldn't i just couldn't take oculus serious while the vibe had controllers touch con- uh, motion yeah
1: yeah for, sure, for sure. yeah till now that they're like okay they're they're legit they're a the real player except if you do racing or seated experience and so on you know <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's,
0: it's it's not it's not perfect
1: but but let's look into the future let's try to look into mm.
0: our magic uh, ball and see what version 2 of these headsets look like, which, by the way, I don't think we're going to see in 2017 a new HTC Vive or a new Rift or
1: a new... Uh... Uh, I would defer. You think so? <laughs> you think they have the balls to come out of no. the new PSVR so, or new Rift so the no, no, not the not HCC the no. Vive and not the Oculus Rift. Um, because, you know, there's, there's something that is... Um, so, Steam is behind, uh, I should say Valve or Steam, whatever, uh, is, is behind the development of Lighthouse uh, tracking technology. And they want to have this as a standard, you know, like with Wi-Fi is. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, they've been, you know, um, selling uh, training to people to to, to develop uh, their own hardware and use the, the Lighthouse. And uh, Alan Yates, who, who developed the, the system... Uh, is really open to talk about it and doing conference and, and share the knowledge of how the things work on, on the really, really low level because they, they want this as a standard. Um, and, uh, well, you know, it's, today is uh, December 30th, and there's going to be CES, you know, in I think it's 5 to 7 of January. Yeah. And I'm expecting uh, new hardware, definitely not from Oculus, or htc vive but i'm expecting something like i would say something really that just go into my mind doesn't don't look into uh, uh, nda uh, i broke an nda and whatever it's pure speculation <laughs> mm-hmm. i don't precise but we could see the asus vive you know asus vive so not, whatever. not an htc vive but an asus vive sure we we why couldn't we see uh, uh, a new headset from a company that is using uh, the, the, the the Vive technology because that's that's what they want to do. I'm expecting to see to see uh, uh, new HMD that are very solid that are using Lighthouse tracking. I'm expecting to see new hardware, new controller uh, using uh, Lighthouse technology. You know, probably uh, gloves uh, that are gonna finally integrate them. We saw last year. Uh, at uh, GDC, CES, um, you know, gloves using uh, having a Vive controller uh, pretty much stuck with Velcro on the on the wrist with it, and uh, um, we're we're gonna see hardware like this using the the Lighthouse technology for sure. So we could totally see the equivalent of a Vive uh, HTC Vive 1.5, but made by another company using. Uh, a, a little bit different form factor, uh, maybe a little bit lighter, uh, some kind of other specs. We're going to see a lot of things in, in, in a few days, I'm sure. I'm expecting hardware on that level. I'm definitely not expecting, and it doesn't make any sense for Oculus to, to, uh, to show you know any, any kind of, of new hardware. And from what I've seen, they don't even have a booth. Uh, there's no Oculus booth at CES this year. Uh, and not even a Facebook one, so that's something to be verified. But I'm pretty sure. Um, so yeah, we could have a good surprise on, on the on the hardware on, on on that front. On the PC front, but what about mobile? Mobile VR in
0: 2017. Yeah. What are your? Predictions?
1: <laughs> yeah, m- mobile. I don't really care because you know I'm, I'm all about motion control and, and I know, I know, I, Yeah, I tried the dream and I was to, like. Too, because you're paying attention to like, the future, right? Sure. Yeah, but the future for me, the the, uh, the, the mobile is always going to be lagging technologically uh, behind uh, PC. Of course, you know, in terms of power and so on and power management, rendering, and and, and you know, we there's still the the battery issue that is driving uh, power constraint, and it's an interesting uh, te- technological challenge. But for me, it's uh, yeah. Well, I, I try daydream and. It made me feel back at the worst day of the, the DK2, you know, with very limited FOV, v and I really had a feeling I was back in with, with Google's, uh, you know, black Google's uh, on my face, and I was really disappointed. Uh, comfort level is really good and so on, but it doesn't have my interest uh, at all. All right, all right. Well, do you think we're gonna see a Gear VR input? Finally, in, in 2017... Sure, sure. By other company, for sure. Maybe Samsung, probably something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that's possible. We're going to see, you know, a ton of, of uh, third-party uh, company making hardware uh, uh, using Lighthouse technology. I don't know if Oculus' is uh, kind of third-party licensing is camera tracking or, or constellation tracking. I don't think so. I'm willing uh, to bet no. Yeah, <laughs> same, same. Uh, I hope I hope Oculus is working on something else than, than Constellation and cameras. Oh uh, uh, well, they just
0: uh, Facebook just acquired an eye tracking company. And I yeah. read that yesterday. Yeah. So eye tracking yeah. confirms.
1: Uh, yeah, but I'm surprised it's it's now. I was I would expect them to to acquire uh, a company like this like a year ago. No, <laughs> it's know? true.
0: It's true. I mean, but but, here, but Google acquired. Af- IFluence, uh three months ago, two months ago. So it seems like it's it's all it's all in line. You know, I think, I think what's going to happen is eye tracking is going to become standard. Mark, 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 it has to, it has to standard for
1: V two. Yeah, yeah. And then it has to. There's no, ju- no other choice. It makes so much sense on every level. Oh yeah. So, but then what's yeah. next? What
0: comes? Uh, and maybe we're going too far into the future. But no, what, no. what is your guess into what? Comes after eye tracking. After eye tracking becomes standard, what else will become standard? EEG, brain rec- brain wave. Wif-
1: no, 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 no. Because this, this on on the biology level, and and everybody has a different brain and the way it works. Uh, you know, all the interface with with brain, uh, brain and so on are gonna be, uh, yeah, not not there at all. I'll give yeah, you that. I'll give you that. So, what
0: do you think is after eye tracking?
1: Um. So once you know, what I would I would love to have a bigger FOV. That that's something that is uh, really an issue for me. I really would love um, bigger FOV. Uh, so tracking is kind of solved if you say that lighthouse is good enough, in a way, uh, and it is, and it's gonna be even better, you know, with generation. It's already uh, good as it is, but uh, I would love to have something with more in relation to the body itself. Uh, so a very simple way to track your hips your feet uh be able to have your elbow and so you can you know finger tracking um so probably the next one that is going to be coming probably before eye tracking is going to be finger tracking uh because people really want their hands in vr um, on the gameplay side does it make sense and so on because you know it's hard to have the reactivity of a of a, of a button or, or something, but you could have a layer of, of the two. You could have a uh, tracker at hand with a glove and grabbing a, a kind of controller also, or, or a tool or a gun or something like that. So that's that's something that I'm expecting at CES, definitely. Uh, Eye tracking is already there. You know, uh, SMI has been doing uh, kits uh, that are affordable only for big companies because the thing costs uh, 15 thousand uh, dollars, but it's it's usable. Uh, Fove is uh, doing their own technology, but uh, I won't comment too much on it. Um, so, uh, yeah, yeah I, I, you know, the, the, the thing that I really want is, is that everything is in a state that everything is stable. Mm-hmm. You know, like like the, the software side of things is good, drivers are good, uh, Nvidia and everybody, all these guys have something stable in in the rendering pipeline because we are still doing everybody's doing optimization, uh, tracking kind of breaking, break yeah. it's, it's everything is still not perfect, you know and once uh, everything uh, is, is is stable and, and that will be a much better experience. so the, the priority for for me, uh, even as a as a game developer, I don't want new features. Uh, I want the technology that is there uh, to be uh, stable and also, much more importantly, much cheaper and wider for people to adopt. What sure
0: um, that they would come out with and you would be like, ah, oh, it! that is exactly what I did need,
1: guys, come on. You know, what would be like something that would, uh,
0: the nausea Rift integration?
1: <laughs> no, that's up to the dev. You can get everybody sick if you want to. <laughs> It's a feature. <laughs> this game will make you see. Um, now, there's, you know, I, I've been really working around all the, the technological uh, limitation of the hardware, so I'm I'm releasing something that that uh, I'm pretty happy with the state of things uh, right now. So there's, uh, you know, eye tracking would add um uh, better rendering capability because you can focus you know the rendering on the center of the eye uh, and on the gameplay side you can have uh, more human interaction with gaze uh, and, and solve a little bit uh, kind of uh, locomotion in a way um, so that, that's that's a big plus but so let me yeah. ask you in
0: terms of so you um, know I know you you're you work with unreal engine and sure. you're basically, a more or less a unicorn. Um, be- am I? <laughs> yeah, no, dude. People, people are, uh, people come up to me they're asking for VR, uh, Unreal developers, and they're like, yeah, you know, there's just not that many out there. They're just not, you know. Yeah, I, yeah. State of, you know, how, how was Unreal Engine for you treated? You know, how did, how did Unreal Engine treat you this year?
1: Um, is it- um, So my relation with Unreal Engine has been started in, what, 2010, 2011, something like that, when it was UDK. Uh, So they they used to have a UDK version, which is a a free indie version and still running Unreal Engine 3 uh, with big license uh, and, you know, a thing that that costs the price of a house and so on. Uh, Then they shifted to UE4. Uh, But I was lucky enough, or I took the right step at the right moment to meet um, all the Unreal Engine people, uh, you know, at at all the conferences. Uh, And they've been really helping me uh, to, um, uh, you know, the the, the interesting thing, I I know very well the people from Unity also. And um, uh, I had long talk with, with, with Unity people who are interested in. How come you choose Unreal Engine? What do you like so much with it? How could we improve <laughs> Unity? Uh, and uh, the, my the thing that I really enjoy uh, on, on with Unreal Engine is that they, it's it's a kind of uh, open it, the openness of the platform itself because we have a trailer board and a trailer trailer board is a kind of some little cards and they are telling you okay we are implementing this. This is done at 50%. This is going to be done in two months. This is going to be done in, in three months. This is right now. This is later. And you really have um, you follow their development plan um, as it goes. And they sometimes they integrated uh, technology that are done by by uh, uh, solo developers who release uh, something that is so good and. and and so worth it that it got in, absorbed in the engine. Uh, and, and I really enjoyed that, that uh, dynamic that there is with Unreal Engine. They do uh, a technical stream on Tuesday. They do a more general stream on Thursday. And they are always here communicating with, with the user base and looking for feedback and say, guys, Today, this is what we are doing, and and you can expect this from us in the six-month or three-month. And that's really interesting, especially because things are moving so fast that it's not a black box like Unity is. Like, suddenly, Unity they release a patch, they release something, and it's like, oh, they broke this, they broke that. doesn't work. Oh, there's that new feature. It's more a traditional way to do things where Unreal Engine is... um, uh, has a lot on, on their plate, uh, and you can't follow along. So uh, I really enjoy that dynamic. Yeah, no, and if you
0: follow, I'm still I'm still signed up to their Trello board. They have like a, a public mm. Trello board where they're yeah. they're posting all the updates that are upcoming, the ones they already did, and you can you can keep track
1: of them. And yeah. it's intense. You look yeah, at the yeah. Head, I've never seen a board and you, like you can vote for it whole whole too. So yeah. you know, there's the forum. You have access. Me, I have special access to, to the VR team because I met them personally. So uh, the audio team also. And I finally met uh, Jessie, who's the community manager in Europe. I met her at, uh, at Cologne. Uh, so it, they are out there and that's really nice. I'm sure Unity people are out there. You know, they have Unity Submit, submit and, and every year and they are doing big shows and so on while Unreal Engine doesn't really do... That kind of a, of a convention, but they are they are pretty much uh, uh, everywhere.
0: They're both they're both great. I and, and sure, Unreal, sure. They're like, I, I, I like Unreal so there was this funny story about Tim Sweeney and I don't know who said mm. it. He was like I can't remember recall who said this, who told me the story, but Tim Tim was like people keep telling Tim, Tim, why don't you why don't you move to San Francisco? Why don't you get get, get Unreal over to San Francisco? You know, there's so many more developers there. And I, I think Tim was like, Do you realize how expensive it is? One yeah. person in san francisco you know it's just put it into context like oh man you know i, I really wish they were there they were there
1: but they're it's okay it's okay they're normal. yeah they've been working unreal engine they've been working in uh, with with many people uh, that are all over the, the world uh, so that's interesting they have uh, i met uh, Somebody who's a dev with Unreal Engine and is working in Netherlands, and another one is working in Sweden, and they are all working together remotely. Yeah. Uh, so they have a, a kind of more of a, uh, current uh, work dynamic that that you know it doesn't make so much sense today to be all coming at work at the same time in the same building uh, because we can work remotely with a with a high performance internet and 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 schedule and if it's managed well, you know, what doesn't necessarily make a lot of sense to to be all together in in that same building
0: it's yeah and we're working in the industry that is doing precisely that eating up that world
1: that way of life yeah having go somewhere
0: to yeah because bringing us closer together indeed uh all right sir so we're starting to bring things to a close do you have any final thoughts any closing comments before uh we say goodbye to 2016 and uh you know, welcome the new year. <laughs>
1: uh, oh, what could I say? Uh, I'm pretty happy that that you know, 2016 is over for sure. It was uh, definitely a great year for VR, and everybody was expecting much more. But but you know, it's gonna take a while for for consumer to to be you know the the price to be driven down and, and to have VR everywhere. Uh, I'm expecting actually VR to AR to be more consumer uh, widely adopted than, than VR in the long term yeah. uh, um, because it's something that you can use every day, uh, you know, everywhere. Um, VR is going to be the best way to get your, your wallet stolen in, in the train <laughs> <But> <laughs> or to get run over a bus or whatever.
0: <laughs> or, or the best
1: way to experience a hand job.
0: Here's the question, though. I, what is the best... Well, let me ask you this. What is the best case scenario and the worst case scenario that you can imagine for virtual reality in
1: 2017 mm. the worst thing that could fucking happen to vr next year and the best thing so one thing is sure we are still expecting the first death in vr you know that's death. a set yep. yeah we that's a subject. Yeah. <laughs> we, we all had some little experience of, of close cold, <laughs> for sure, or bleeding and so on, but we're still waiting. So, you know, there's two kinds of death in VR that are going to happen. The first one is death by physical. Uh, so you you do VR close to a window or close to a flight of stairs, you know, so you physically break yourself. Or there's going to be the death by uh, fear, you know, how, all this uh, heart attack and, and how all the scary games are uh, so powerful in VR. So, yeah, we can. There's going to be games. that. There's um, be
0: death by heartbreak, because someone is going to yeah. get their heart broken in VR. And they're gonna- yeah, they're going to put
1: their grandmother or father in there, and, and things are going to turn sour. Uh, but, you know, on another level, I, I want to say that all this is going to be overshadowed by the political issue in America that I will not not go in there. Uh, um, trying to spend sm- you yeah. know, I was like I
0: was really happy
1: I don't want to mention it. it. I was really happy I was like, Oh my god I will not pronounce I went that. a whole hour without having to
0: talk about the troll. <laughs> I went a whole hour. And then here you no. come Olivia, I know. It's
1: no no crazy. I didn't say it. But you know I, there's more important things than VR than you know. <laughs> but uh so the worst case scenario is, is probably, you know, the, uh, the media focusing too much on, on probably an event, a sad event like this. Uh, because we, the media, you know, right now are, are only trying to, 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 to have a, a dynamic based on, on the number of you, in a way. Um, you know, we all, all had the game. Uh, issue with GTA 3 GTA 4 at the time and then GTA 5 is completely normal anymore uh, nobody cares um, so VR we still have to go through that I guess you know through VR addiction that's gonna be the next few years uh, VR def um, so that's the worst case scenario the media um, I, I'm not even sure it's it's a worst case scenario because it will get it will get interest. Uh, and and we are visible. So that could be a good thing. I think the scenario Uh, we are facing is a scenario
0: in which, and I I feel like it's already confirmed that, you know, a scenario in which the fourth estate as we know it has been cannibalized by market forces and capitalism. In, In other words, it's not profitable to tell the truth anymore.
1: Oh, yeah, and that's so for
0: sure. And so this is what we have to deal with in 2017 as people who work in VR, you know, like, how do you, how do you, how do you recognize that this is the state of the world now? And how do you take that to your, how do you make that to your advantage to do something positive, maybe, or make the yeah. whole thing fucking burn? Hopefully, hopefully, though. <laughs> <laughs> um,
1: um, best, best case scenario, you know, it's pretty, it's pretty simple. Versus, yes, you in a week or so. And we're gonna have the, the the path of what's coming for 2017 definitely there. Uh, in in the next few days of of uh, of January, uh, we're gonna see the new hardware and new things and 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 so on. But um, yeah, to, 2016 uh, we won't see you know uh, suddenly uh, uh, HMD super cheap, really good. You know, uh, so yeah, it's it's gonna be. Uh, I'm expecting 2016 to be uh, a stable VR growth. 2017
0: you know? is going to be stable? Yeah. Okay, good. I, uh, yeah. I expect the same. I also hope that, um, at the very least, the HTC Vive and the Rift will cost around 500 or 600 bucks by the end of the year.
1: Yeah, they could, yeah, sure, sure. They could probably lower that that fast. They, they've been already doing, you know, at Black Friday and Christmas, $100... Um, uh, rebate, but but it's it's still very expensive to make, uh, you know, lighthouse and so on. And they've been shown prototype of a simpler lighthouse with only one motor, and, and uh, uh, that's that's where we're gonna see for 2017, you know, refinement on current hardware and, and lower price point and 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 more accessibility on, on every level, you know, graphic card power, uh, hardware price and uh, and so on. The march of VR
0: continues, my friend. Olivier, oh yeah! You have been uh, once again a true scholar and gentleman of virtual reality. How can people stay in touch? How can people follow what you're doing and all that good stuff?
1: Uh, still very active on Twitter, so OlivierJT underscore su. A little bit on Facebook, but not so much. Uh, so yeah, I'm av- available there if you want to follow the, the struggle uh, and life of uh, of indie dev. You know, really, really the indie of indie. <laughs> self-funding uh, since uh, <laughs> for five years how do I do it well you know ah, with tears and sweat and, and I'll be there I'll you will be you will this. be well, I'll, I'll, you. I'll see you there I'll, 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 I will catch up yeah again. I'm super excited you have no idea uh, you're gonna uh, hear a lot about me um, uh, when I go back to to uh, to America for SVVR 2016 uh, which is uh, end of March. I think it's uh, March 29th. Uh, I so I'll definitely see you there. Uh, you're gonna hear about you know Synthesis Universe and how it's gonna be a revolution for everybody. Oh
0: man! <laughs> oh man! I, the hype is real. I, I cannot yeah. contain it. Uh, Olivier, I can't wait to see you and have you back on the show. It, come come March. Like it's it's almost around the corner, by the way. So that's, that's
1: yeah. Oh yeah. Um, Cool, cool. All right. Well happy new year dude. I'll catch you around. Yes, and thank you. I'm so happy that you are making podcast and, and yeah, I miss you. So oh, I miss see you, you in very soon.
0: I, I never stopped. I never stopped. I'm just going underground, that's all. But, very yeah. good. <laughs> all right.
1: Take it <laughs> easy. Yeah, bye bye.